0: Not a short print in the slightest, but I did want to include it in this episode because it shows that even a non-short printed insert, when it's a nice enough design, it can still command some pretty strong demand. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Sam Dunks, the weekly NBA show over at Slab Socks. I'm your host, Sam. Please follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Slab Socks, and click that little subscribe button here on YouTube as well. Sports are dumb. Basketball's dumb. The Bucks are dumb. Mike Budenholzer's is dumb. Everything is meaningless. And that's our show for today. So, thank you for watching. Just kidding. I really don't want to analyze basketball, though, at the moment, because as a big time Bucks fan, it has been a very painful week. I'm filming this on Labor Day also, and I'd really like to be sure to spend a lot of time with my family. So,. Instead of talking basketball today, I just want to shoot a shorter video and talk about basketball card inserts. And to do so, I'm going to share with you some of my personal absolute favorite insert sets. Now, I have mentioned this before in the past. I mentioned this when we were going through the the draft recaps. But when I'm evaluating a player's market and future potential, I usually just talk in terms of prism base. Prism, Silver, a lot of time using the PSA 10s. Uh, It's just because I find that to be a convenient baseline when evaluating a player's overall value. Prism, Base, and Silver, just, you know, so much of them available. Uh, They're super in demand. Really easy to gauge the market on a player just by looking in those directions. Uh, You can also throw in Optic and Select, maybe as a step down from Prism. Uh, But, you know, generally you can gauge the overall consensus on a player uh, just by tracking how those particular sets move throughout time. Those are... Not usually my favorite cards though. I definitely am not alone in thinking that inserts are some of the most ze- desirable cards to own in a personal collection. Uh, they're generally much more rare than any of the, the base, the silver, the optic hollow cards. Uh, they just have a certain eye appeal to them as well that you know some of the more mainstream cards just don't have. If you are new to the hobby, uh, and if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say insert, an insert is just a card that is literally inserted into a box uh, with a much higher odds ratio. Uh, so it's just you know more rare to find. Uh, they aren't part of the normal base set. They exist as a subset within the overall grouping. Uh, some inserts are brought back year after year after year, but most inserts are one offs that exist in a, you know, one set, and then they're just kind of gone forever. So due to the relative rarity, also the visual appeal, Collectors will chase inserts, and and though they don't do quite as well as investment cards just due to the lack of volume and then the, you know, not the huge overall demand, they still do have, you know, enough demand. They still do gain value over time, especially some of the nicer inserts. Uh, So let's get into it. And one of my favorite long-running inserts is Kaboom, which is a very fun card uh, to own. It's, you know, a bit of a throwback to a lot of the -the over-the-top artwork that you would have seen in the 90s card collecting game. Uh, Players are featured in Kaboom as the dramatic, exaggerated cartoons with a large Kaboom that's in the background. They have this signature holographic explosion that fills out the rest of the card. Really just a beautiful card in my opinion, combining that nice holo look with the beautiful cartoony artwork which just has a certain eye appeal to it. It's an insert that has an interesting history too because it's moved all around in the Panini landscape from one product to the next throughout the years. It originally appeared in the 2013-14 Innovation set as the rarest insert in that set as a case hit, uh, and the insert was it featured a only about a 20-player checklist. Uh, by the way, 2013-14 Innovations also featured another one of my favorite inserts, which I'm not going to talk about at length, uh, but that was the Rookie Stained Glass set list from that year. Those appeared once per box of six cards, uh, so a little less rare. That rookie class was considered extremely poor at the time, although it's clearly come around a little bit now with Oladipo, Gobert, McCollum, obviously Giannis rising to the top of that class. But that 13-14 Giannis Innovations Stained Glass might be my favorite card of all time. And no, I do not own it. The raw base form of that card generally retails for over $1,000, some of them rising well above that. Uh, Kaboom then moved next into Excalibur for the 2014-15 series, uh, which was that Excalibur's first year in production. It was a retail-only product, Target-only release that year. The exact Prince run of Kaboom was not revealed, but Panini did say they would appear in less than once per case, so pretty rare overall. The original set contained 50 players, including some of the biggest stars of the day, a couple of rookies, and then some retired Hall of Famers, too. The next two years of Kaboom appeared in Excalibur again, although this time Excalibur wasn't exclusive to retail. Now it would be a hobby release also. Again, once per case would be the hit on Kaboom. The next year, Kaboom moved to an online-only release, which was available through Panini Rewards. Pretty interesting. Uh, They came as part of a two-card pack, which you could purchase for 2,500 Panini points each. Uh, The product featured a 50-card checklist, which covered basketball, football, baseball, and soccer. Most notably on the basketball end, Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell received rookie cards in that set. And then the last two years of Kaboom, it moved again, moved over to Crown Royale this time as a short print insert. And although I personally don't like the design of the last two years in Crown Royale as much as I did the previous years, uh, the design's changed a little bit. The players are not nearly as cartoonish as they used to be. And instead of the one big Starburst that covered the whole card, now it's filled with lots of little ones Um, So, I don't like it as much, but it's still a really nice card. Still an extremely popular insert, too. In 2018 Kaboom, Jason Tatum, Rookie, PSA 10s, uh, they recently went... The most recent auction, or Buy It Now, actually, went for $2,500. Only 13 of those in existence... The most recent Ja Morant Kaboom rookie PSA 10 went for 3200 Only eight of those in existence. I think Kabooms are they're always going to be popular. They should always hold their value because Panini's just done a really good job of, of keeping these around but not overprinting them at the same time. They've always been rare. Uh, there's always been some really good r- rookies featured in the set, especially over the last couple of years. And so I think these are always going to be in pretty good demand. Somewhat in the same vein as Kaboom, at least as far as the, you know, the cartoony animation goes. Uh, one of my other favorite inserts from recent years was the Net Marvels in 2019-2020 Russ Basketball. I really like this set because it does feature that style of artwork. Uh, It kind of evokes a Marvel comic book, and the result of that is just a really visually appealing card, in my opinion. Not a short print in the slightest, but I did want to include it in this episode because it shows that even a non-short printed insert, when it's a nice enough design, it can still command some pretty strong demand. Uh, for instance, I've been chasing the Giannis Net Marvels insert ever since June. Uh, back then, they were generally auctioning for around $50. And, and just a few months later, now here in the beginning of September, they regularly go around $100, some as high as $120. So clearly, I missed the boat on that. I'm just going to have to take the plunge one day and buy one. Uh, but it's just really a card that I like a lot. There is a parallel version of these card, which is short-printed. Uh, they're the gold press-proofs. They have gold lettering at the top, and then the words press-proof in the bottom left-hand corner just above the UPC on the card. Uh, those are much more expensive and rare. The Zion press-proof Net Marvels tend to sell in the $675 range, which, you know, honestly, for a Zion rookie, still seems like a pretty good deal to me. Uh, there is no rookie card insignia on these cards, which might hurt their value in some people's eyes. Um, but the rookies featured a pretty strong Zion, John Morant, and then we have R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, Jarrett Culver. Donruss doesn't tend to retread their inserts. So I would expect that this might be the only net Marvel set. And therefore, going forward, I think it'll have some pretty good collector demand in the coming years. Uh, so nice job by Panini piggybacking on the popularity of the Marvel, Marvel movies at the moment to make a really nice set. Next up, what I think is maybe the nicest design that I've ever seen on a card. Uh, That belongs to the 2019-2020 Spectra Color Blast insert, super short print with a checklist only 25 players deep. Uh, Color Blast had also been featured in previous Panini sets, Uh, Prism Football, Prism Baseball from 2019-2020, as well as 1920 Prism Draft Picks for basketball. So the Zion in a Duke uniform Draft Picks Color Blast, it's a really nice card. It has, it's also popular, auctioning around $1,600 recently. Obviously, it being in the draft pick set kind of depresses the overall value since players in their college uniforms just generally aren't super sought after, especially after they've been drafted. But that is just not a problem for the Spectra release of Color Blast. Super rare, super expensive, super nice. The last two Raw Zion Spectra Color Blasts auctioned back in July for $20,000 and $14,000. That is a major hit if you're able to find one in in a Spectra Hobby Box. Uh, the card which is the crown jewel of the set as far as eye appeal goes in my opinion that's the stephen curry color blast i just i don't know if i've ever encountered another card which looks nicer Uh, in its raw form it recently auctioned over five thousand dollars they will rarely ever end up on ebay so always going to be really costly even for a guy like steph curry who was in his 11th season when the card came out but just such a nice card that the the appeal is always going to be there now while spectra is on the premium end of the card market Uh, Donruss basketball, NBA hoops, they're both on the lower end side, but both of them still tend to have some pretty nice inserts. I already mentioned Net Marvels, which is obviously in Donruss, but NBA hoops, they were especially crushing it this year. Uh, I love the Arriving Now set for the 2019-20 rookie class, which is still just a really affordable option for someone that's looking for a cheaper rookie from this year's class, and it just really has to do with a nice eye appeal to it. Uh, It was a retail exclusive. Did have hollow and winter variations. The hollow much nicer than the winter, in my opinion. Nice option if you want to buy a cheaper rookie, get it graded, turn it around for a good profit. NBA City was another nice NBA Hoops insert. Simple, clean, governed by the player's team colors. It was a hobby exclusive, also really desirable. Uh, But my favorite by far from this NBA Hoops series was their zero gravity insert. Uh, By the way, just a quick aside. When you're looking up cards on eBay to buy, a lot of times sellers will label just about any insert with an SP or an SSP for short print or super short print, and they'll do that just as a selling tactic. Uh, What makes a card a short print or a super short print It's kind of a gray area, uh, but my warning is don't just jump on a card simply because the seller says it's short print might not be the case. Uh, With these zero gravities, I don't think they're technically actually short print at all. Uh, But the Holo variation of the Zero Gravity is definitely more rare, also a little bit nicer looking. Uh, So I think those are worth pursuing. The LeBron Zero Gravity Holo has been all over the place for the past few months, but uh, not unusual for them to be selling on Buy It Now is in the $120 range. Really clean card, very eye-catching design. I think long-term, it's going to be a pretty nice card to have in your collection. Might be a decent investment option as well. Lastly, uh, another insert out of the 2019 2020 mosaic set wasn't a huge fan of that set overall as it seemed there was like 83 parallels you know it's a a parallel heavy set and i know that was by design uh, but it kind of just hurts the overall appeal in my opinion Um, one card though that i really did like out of this set was their stained glass insert it was a, a checklist that only ran 10 deep I don't think it's technically a short print, although it was hobby exclusive and maybe also a little bit more rare than a lot of the other cards in 2019-2020 Mosaic. Personally, I really like this card because it reminds me of that 2013-14 Innovation set, which I mentioned earlier, the stained glass set. Um, But also this one, it's just so much different than any other cards these days. There's a Kawhi Leonard stained glass, which features him in the Clippers City Edition jerseys. If he wins his third championship this year, which seems increasingly likely, this would be a good card to own, in my opinion. Uh, Those particular cards have been retailing anywhere from $120 to $200 over the past couple of weeks. Pretty wide variation, but also uh, still a ton of those available, even though a ton have also been selling recently. Um, So maybe something to keep your eye on. All right, that is all the time I have for today. I wanted to just you know, look at some of these insert cards with you. It's just such a subjective thing. Maybe a lot of you don't share the same opinions or tastes that I have, so please feel free to comment with your favorite inserts. I would say there's a good chance that we all miss a whole bunch of different inserts, so share what you like. Maybe you'll help someone else stumble across a new set that they really will like as well. All right, that's all the time I have for today. I hope you had a good Labor Day, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening.